For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So welcome to this episode of the Rocks Pile Rockies Report brought to you by RocksPile.com. My name is Kevin Henry, one of the co-experts for Rocks Pile, and uh, always glad to welcome in my friend and fellow co-expert Noah Yingling from the great state of Ohio. Good morning, Noah. Good morning. How are you? Hey, good, man. Good. Uh, you know, a little bit better seeing uh, what the Rockies did yesterday in that uh, homestand finale against the Giants. They kind of look like the Rockies that we were all hoping to see this year. Yeah, and it's given some fans a glimmer of hope on, even if it's not for this year, just for next year, that, hey, maybe this team isn't all they've been this year. Maybe they're a little bit better. Yeah, and you know, and, and I think just if if the Rockies can get Kyle Freeland right, you know, and, and certainly I'm not willing right now to proclaim him healed and ready to, uh, you know, go out and uh, – uh, start any kind of uh, big game but you know just the fact that he he came back from giving up that opening homer yesterday uh really gave up two solo shots which obviously have been his uh his kryptonite this year but the fact that he he really held him in check other than that you know that's uh, looking for positives in the season that's a positive in my book yeah and i mean considering the way that he pitch before you have to find the little victories because i mean i speaking of victories he he got the win in the game and the last time he had a win was on april 18th against the phillies so i mean yeah and you you have to look at hey maybe he's finally getting back on the right track now yeah and psyche wise you know i mean you know and and our our dear friend manny from mlb.com is probably cringing uh, somewhere as we say this but Getting that win, I think, for the psyche, I think that's so important for Kyle just to know that he gave five good innings, earned the win. You know, and again, Trevor, Nolan both going deep yesterday, good defense. I mean, this was one of those, this is what we expected to see all season. And, uh, you know, but here we are in early August finally seeing it, it seems. Yeah, and hopefully for the Rockies it's not too little too late because, I mean, they're still – they're eight games under 500. They did leapfrog the Padres last night as the Padres lost and in a classic Coors game uh, as they lost <laughs> 11 to 10 in Dodger Stadium. Um, and I, on a walk off as it, yeah, as proof, it fell. Proof that Dodgers the Rockies that uh, the Dodgers does do that too, you know? Uh, yeah. That, uh, and the walk off was by no, none other than Rockies killer Max Muncie. So I, it really was a course field game. So, 
You know, I, I got to admit, so I opened, uh, I get uh, the baseball reference stat head email every morning, and I always open it up just to see who did well. And right next to each other are Arenado and Muncie. And I just kind of quivered for just a minute, just going, Ugh, you know, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, you know, just something about that. But yeah, and, you know, and, and you and I were talking, you know, uh, we talked, I think it was in our last podcast about the schedule coming up. And obviously, that starts this week with uh, the two-game set in Houston starting on Tuesday, and then a four-gamer in San Diego that I think is going to be really interesting. And, and I will be out there uh, covering for, for Rockspile and making sure that we've got some good exclusives from San Diego for that four-game series. But you and I were looking a little bit about this Astros series, and I know it's just a two-gamer. I know it's interleague, all this stuff. But, man, I tell you, there's something about it to me at least it feels really important for the Rockies to look decent in Texas before they head to the Padres in, in an NL West battle. Yeah, and the thing is, they're catching the Astros when they're playing their best baseball of the season. I mean, they played great baseball all year, but they're currently they've won 14 out of their last 17. And wow. in those games... They're hitting as a team 276 with a 350 on base percentage and a 535 slugging percentage. And they're averaging more than two home runs a game. They're averaging six runs a game. And pitching wise, the team has an ERA of 218 in the past two and a half weeks. That's since and, and July that, 17th. And that includes a nice little combined no hitter. Uh, you know, let's not forget on Saturday night, too. So, yeah. You know, just little so, things yeah. like that. Man. Oh, yay. <laughs> yeah. But I, I will tell you that, you know, the Astros, at least in my mind, far and away the winners of the trade deadline. And the minute that they announced the Zach Greenkey trade, I started looking at the calendar and I was like, oh, my gosh, he's going to make his Astros debut against the Rockies. And sure enough, that's how it folds out tomorrow night, uh, him against Herman Marquez. Yeah. And with the Astros, uh, the Astros and really the trade deadline in general, it was up until four o'clock. I mean, if especially if you were watching MLB Network, you're like, eh, there's, there's a few trades, but I mean, no really big trades on July 31st. And then you see, okay, the Astros get Aaron Sanchez and Joe Biagini from Toronto. Okay. Yep. And then you see a few other trades happening. And then you see Astros just, uh, Ken Rosenthal says they got Granky. And you're like, whoa, okay then. Yeah. That was a game changer, honestly. You're exactly right. And and I think that obviously the Rockies very familiar with Granky. And I would think, and, and certainly no intel into this or not other than just a few little comments I've heard here and there. But uh, I tell you, I think the Rockies are pretty excited to face Grinky in his debut and hopefully ruin it for him there in the uh, side beautiful Minute Maid Park. Yeah, and they would really like to do it because, I mean, he's pitched against him a lot in his career. And, I mean, as soon as uh, he was traded, most Rockies fans are saying, oh, they won't have to face him as much. <laughs> of course, they're going to face him in his first game as an Astro. Of course they are. Um, so yeah, it's just the way that the chips fell. But um, so yeah, I mean, you're at least you're only facing them for one game, and you don't have them with the Diamondbacks for years to come. Yeah. But I mean, 
it's going to be a difficult pitching matchup against them. Well, and, and you know, and, and let's not forget, again, this is an Astros team that's on fire right now, as you were just saying. They've made the moves at the trade deadline that every fan base hopes their team makes uh, to really make them as that big favorite for the World Series. And, and I will tell you, you look at, uh, you know, the uh, Rockies are going to face uh, Greenkey on Tuesday, then Garrett Cole on Wednesday. And you look at that rotation top to bottom, and I, uh, it's – it, it is seriously just stunning. It makes you thankful that they are in the other league. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, just for Grinky and his career against the Rockies, he's had a, essentially a whole season against the Rockies in his career because 34 games, 33 starts. I mean, that's if a pitcher's not injured, that's yeah. what he's going to have. Um, and he is 13 and 7 with a 368 ERA, um, 208 innings pitched. Mind you, that some of those games are Coors Field too, so 368 ERA. I mean, it doesn't look great, but when you put it in the perspective of some of those games are at Coors Field, that's that's pretty good. You know, and let's not forget uh, Trevor Story's coming in red hot uh, as well. Uh, certainly, you know, making that uh, history yesterday with five consecutive games homered against the Giants. Hopefully, that'll carry over into Minute Maid Park. Uh, you know, and, and facing an old friend there in uh, Greenkey, and of course, we all know how. Uh, Trevor Story broke into the league and uh, his uh, forever tie with Grinky as well. Yeah. Yep. So, and you know, but, uh, and, and I think that the uh, Marquez Grinky matchup is going to be really interesting to watch, not only because how the Rockies face Grinky, but also, you know, let's, let's face it, Herman has not been Herman this year. Uh, you know, and, and that's part of the, the Rockies rotation struggle has been that they have just not had consistency. Uh, and so can Herman, you know, uh, kind of, and again, just little bits and pieces that I've heard, I think there's a lot of excitement for him to actually be up against Grinky again. I mean, this is really a, a solid matchup. And you know the eyes of the AL are going to be on Houston. You know, but can Herman kind of upstage him a little bit? I'm going to be real interested to see. Yeah, and see how he just does in uh big game atmosphere. I mean, obviously it's not going to be as big as a playoff game or something like that, but it kind of gives you a little bit of a insight of how he could possibly do. Yeah. Um. So with Marquez in his last three starts, he's pitched really well. He's gone two and zero with a uh, 1.8 ERA. But then of course the start right before that was against the Giants and that was on July fifteenth in game one of that uh oh, double header yeah. where he gave up eleven runs in two and two thirds. So Yeah, so so his his stats are definitely gonna be skewed by that. And you can say Coors, you can say, uh, you know, my God, that was the 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 low point of the season, at least hopefully moving forward, that uh, sweep by the Giants certainly was. But yeah, you're, you're right. Herman is, is definitely on the upswing. So that's something I'm going to be watching Tuesday night is just how Herman can match Grinky and can the Rockies offense chip out enough to give Herman a little bit of breathing room early. Yeah, and especially against the Astros offense. I mean, you hope that it's not like one of the games with the Giants. And I mean, in general this year, he's had six games where he's allowed five earned runs or more. Yeah. Um, and with the Astros offense, they're definitely capable of that. It's just hopefully he'll step up to the occasion and provide 
one of the starts he has in the past three where against the Dodgers, he didn't give up anything before the injury. And then Yankees, he only gave up two runs in seven innings, or even the Reds, he gave up two runs in seven innings. And I'm glad you brought up the dehydration, uh, the full body cramp, uh, you know, that was a very scary moment at Coors that day. But, you know, talking to Herman after the game, you could sense that he was very upset that that happened and that everything was going. So that's part of what I'm taking forward into tomorrow night's start. Uh, is that he's got that little bit of motivation that he knew everything was working at Coors, mind you. Uh, you know, so, and, and he, he was taken out by nature. So is this something that he can carry over? And, and I think he's going to be pretty motivated to do that, honestly. Yeah. And that's kind of like a little bit of a redemption thing yeah. where, hey, I I was pitching really well. I've pitched really well in my last three starts in general. How about let's keep it going against arguably the best team in baseball? Yeah, yeah, no pressure, uh, you know. But but I think Ramon <laughs> kind of enjoys that as well. You know, I I remember uh, being in Tampa with the Rays or with the Rays and the Rockies earlier this year. You know that season opening road trip and and Herman, everybody was all you know the contract extension just happened. You know, Herman was going back to the franchise to just let him go, all this stuff. So, you know, there was a lot of, shall we say, pressure on him at the moment there. Uh, you know, and so I, I think that he's definitely has, you know, and obviously postseason experience and everything else. But this is a Rockies team that needs that little bit of bump. And and Freeland gave it to him yesterday, uh, as did the long balls from from Trevor and Nolan. But I think, uh, you know, if, if Herman could come out and start dealing early, Man, I think that could light a lot of confidence in the Rockies early, too. Yeah, and the thing is, you have to hope, if, since you were talking about that start he made in Tampa, in that game, he went seven innings and only gave up three hits, three walks, yep. and he didn't allow a run. Yeah. But the only problem is that was the uh, the Rockies won one nothing. Yep. That was, but that was the only game that the Rockies won in nearly three weeks. Yeah. So that was that, the eye on that leading walk off. Uh, you know, whenever uh, Chris was so quick to to tell all of us at his locker that uh, you know uh, he was tired of people bad talking the Rockies, and well, look how that turned out. So anyway, we we, we won't go down that road. But, uh, <laughs> Um, you know, and, and then obviously Wednesday, it's another step in the development of Peter Lambert. And, you know, again, you know, certainly facing the Cubs on the road in your debut, hats off to him for the performance that he put up there. But I will tell you, going up against Garrett Cole and knowing, knowing that you're going to have to throw a solid game to keep your team in it, even before they step on the field, that's going to be some pressure for the kid. But... Uh, I know Bud Black is very confident in just the growth that he's seen so far in Peter Lambert just this season. Yeah, and overall, I mean, he's pitched a lot better in his uh, past, well, really the past month or so. Um, as in the last five starts he's made, um, he, he only has a record of 0-2, and the Rockies are only 1-4, but that speaks more to the offense. As there you go. His season ERA right now is 571, but in those five starts, he's sub five okay. on the ERA. Yep. So, I mean, not great, but he's at least pitched better than he was entering July because entering July, his ERA was over six and a half. Yep. 
So, well, yeah, that that tells you a lot right there. He's been able to bring it down. He's been able to uh, get things done. And, and you're right, there hasn't been a ton of offensive support uh, for him. Uh, so, Wednesday will be very interesting to see just that next step that he can take uh, and and what exactly that means. So. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to these these two games. I know you and I maybe aren't the most hopeful when it comes to to these two games and what's going to happen, but you know, I I would take a split in Houston is really a a big feather in the cap. How about you? Yeah, I, if they can get a split, uh, that's a win for the Rockies, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, especially considering just I mean, we've just been talking about them the two pitchers that they're facing. Yeah. Not even consider the offense. I just. I mean, with Garrett Cole, since the beginning of June, there's been one start that he's had that he's allowed more than two uh, earned runs in. Jeez. Wow. And that's since the beginning of June. His ERA since the beginning of June is 182. Yeah, they're going to have their work cut out for him. I mean, in, in every way, shape, and form. There's no question about it. And, and again, then they head from there. And, and we're not going to talk too much about the Padres series. We'll do that later in the week uh, whenever I'm in San Diego. Uh, with the Rockies for that series. But I think that the thing that I'm most interested to see in that uh, Padres series are two things. Uh, number one, how does John Gray bounce back from a little bit of a rough start last time, as well as can Kyle Freeland put together a second consecutive solid start in a, in Petco Park, which, let's be honest, it's a hitter, uh, not-so-hitter-friendly park. Uh, so, you know, let, I'll be interested to see what those two pitchers can do coming off Gray off a up and down start and Freeland coming off a pretty solid start. Yeah. And also, too, with the Padres, the Rockies, at least looking at the numbers now, the Padres are doing their best offensive work right now. As in their last 21 games, they're hitting 260, 335, and 426. Entering. Today, as a team on the season, they're hitting 245, 311, and 429. Yeah. So the batting average and on-base percentage in the last in their last 21 games is 15, 20 points higher than their season total. Now, they haven't seen the wins as a result because their pitching is kind of slack, as the Padres have only won six out of their last 21, but their pitching to an ERA of about a 4-7. And when you're playing half your games in San Diego, it shouldn't be that high. But it'll be interested to see if Freeland with the Padres offense kind of being a little bit better as of late, if he can actually get the second straight uh, the second straight start that's a yep. decent start. Yeah, and, and one thing that I, I was looking at is uh, obviously the Rockies have a day game on Wednesday, uh, the getaway day uh, to head back to San Diego. The Padres will be up in Seattle uh, playing a day game uh, that same day. And just going to double-check this before I say it because it's a really weird 3.40 Pacific time start. And I've yet to figure out exactly why the Mariners said, hey, we're going to screw around with you and do a 3.40 start. Uh, Pacific time, but all right. So the Rockies will at least get a couple hour head start on the uh, Padres getting to San Diego. So that'll be a good thing, I guess. Yeah, re- really only the Mariners and Padres themselves I have those weird 340 yeah. starts. 
um, for our Not, home games. Yeah. And I mean, occasionally here in the East Coast, we get the 340 game because it's like the Rockies will have a, or, or even the Padres will have a 1240 yep. game yep. or what have you. Um, but usually in your own time zone, you <laughs> yeah. don't. That's, have a, that's that. a weird one. But uh, anyway, so uh, no, any last thoughts before we, because uh, we're coming up on our 20 minute mark here. Just curious. Um, for the Rockies, like I said, for the Astros series, I mean, it's kind of kind of going to be a bigger stage against them, but you just want to see how some of the, especially the younger guys, how they deal with a little bit of a higher pressure situation against one of the best teams. And I'll be interested to see how the pitchers do, but I'll, I'll be interested to see how um some of the position players do. like. A Jonathan Daza, who was just called up with Dahl heading to the IL. I'll be really interested to see how some of the younger players react to, even though it's only a two game series and it's interleague, to see how they play in a heightened playoff kind of atmosphere. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up Daza because one thing that I'm going to really be watching is that whole center field rotation Daza, Tapia, uh, Hampson, you know, the, the Bud said, uh, you know, again, Desmond is pretty much going to be your left fielder. Blackman's pretty much going to be your right fielder. It's center field where you're going to have the rotation and Dahl's absence. And those are all young guys. Each of them have tremendous speed, but at the same time, each of them carry a little bit of a defensive liability when it comes to the outfield as well. So we're real curious to see how that shakes out over the next uh, few days. So Noah, hey, appreciate the time. And I'll be interested too. Oh, real quick, I was gonna. I'm gonna be interested too to see what they do with the DH situation. Uh, Maybe see Daniel Murphy DHing or some of the outfielders. But we'll be interested. That's to a see great point. That. You know, we didn't even dive into that. But you're right with the Alonzo. Uh, you know, uh, over there, it's gonna be very interesting to see what they do with that. So, hey, man, appreciate it as always. I'll be watching the Astros, and I'm sure you and I'll be texting back and forth about it. All right. Yep. And thanks to all of you for listening to the Rocks Power Rockies Report. Uh, We will be coming to you next from San Diego as we travel with the team out there to uh, check in on them during uh, what will will be an interesting four-game series against the Padres. So for now, Kevin Henry with Rocks Power signing off. Thanks for listening, and make sure that uh, you are following us uh, for the latest Rocks Power Rockies Report. for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.